Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. in our lives. God, that are a blessing unto us. And so, Lord, this morning together we give thanks for these wonderful women that God that surround us. That speak a word in season to us when we are weary. That counsel us, that help us. Father, we say thank you. May your name be glorified. And Spirit of God, I pray this morning, Lord, that your word come in its fullness. God, into the hearts of every man and every woman and every child in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. But let's get to the word. Amen. This morning, I'm bringing to the women and also to the men a message I've titled, Receiving Strength to Bring Forth. Receiving Strength to Bring Forth. That's right. It's, it's a message of joy and it's a message of hope for, for your future. And not only your future, but the future of your children and your family. Okay. Okay, reading from the Gospel of St. Luke chapter 2, the verse 1 to 11. I'll read and then we paraphrase. Okay, so, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Serenus was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and of the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his exposed wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Somebody put your hands together and clap your hands. Oh, clap your hands. Amen. Good word. It's a good word. This word is what has given us hope for the future and given us life. Because if Christ hasn't been, hadn't been born, what would we do? So when we read this scripture, it's only for Christmas. Should I have read it? So put your hands together and thank God for the birth of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. The angel said, I bring you good tidings of great joy. This was an announcement of the birth of Christ. The birth of a savior. One who is coming to save the world. So the angel said, I'm bringing to you good tidings that will bring great joy. The news I bring to you is good because it will bring joy forever to mankind. Hallelujah. And the chosen vessel through whom this child was to be born was a young girl called Mary. Mary must have been about 16 years old. That's why when we are celebrating Mother's Day, we say it is an all-inclusive celebration. Because a 16-year-old girl today is a future mother. 
Hallelujah. And she can also birth a deliverer, a savior, a president, a somebody. Are you understanding me? Hallelujah. She was just 16 years old, but she wasn't too young for God to use her. Yes, Joseph must have been around 18. It was a custom of that time for them to marry early, so don't raise your eyebrows and say teenage pregnancy. Amen. Now, the child she brought forth was to bring liberty, joy, and gladness to all people. The savior of the world was coming into the world. But the father did not choose to drop him in a corner for him to be found. He could have dropped him from the sky. An angel could have just you know, put him anywhere. But he chose a womb. I, I think this one, I have to close church and go home. Because I don't have women in this house. I said he chose a womb. Oh. Hey. How about those of you here? You didn't hear me. I said he chose a womb. If you are a womb man in this house, rise up on your feet and celebrate yourself. Thank God that you are a, a man with a womb. You have the extra. Man, please today forgive us so it's our day. Don't worry. I said you have the extra. Uh-huh. He chose... To bring the Savior into the world through a womb. And she carried him for the nine months in her womb. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, thank you. Nine months. And Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 6 to 7, that so it was that while they were there, the, day was the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son. And wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Mary brought forth solution. Mary The solution to the greatest problem of the world. That is sin. Sin is the greatest problem of the world. Because sin is what separates us from God. From, from, from God. We are separated from God by sin. But Mary brought forth a solution to the world's greatest problem. So that that which separated us from God would be taken away. Mary brought forth a solution. And I'm telling every woman here that you, you carry solution within yourself. You, you are a solution yourself. And you carry solution. Hallelujah. You are not a problem. I don't know if anybody has told that you this woman, you are a problem. Tell yourself today that I am not a problem. I am a solution. Oh, these women. I think I'll go to prayer place this morning. In fact, let me go to prayer place. Let me go to prayer, please. Eh. Or maybe, okay, you are not a problem. You are a solution. You carry solution. 
Mary brought forth destiny. Mary fought, uh, the key to the fulfillment of the destiny of men, women, and children. She brought forth that destiny. And Mary did this in obedience to the will of God. Mark this. Because God made a demand on her. He made a demand on her person. Put a demand on her life. Put a demand on her body. And really, it was, it was a dangerous thing to ask her to do. Because at that time, if you were found with child without being married, the punishment was stoning to death. But Mary looking onto the goodness and the faithfulness of God and trusting in the Lord, which we also must, said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to your will. According to your will. Not according to my will. Ah, if only we can learn to submit our will to the will of God. We will see the glory of God manifesting in our lives. I want to repeat, if only we can learn to yield our will to the will of God, we shall see glory. I said we shall see glory. Is somebody with me this morning? Put your hands together and give the Lord a mighty clap offering. It would bring her pain. But at the end, it brought her glory. Mary suffered pain. See her son crucified, killed. But at the end, she, she was glorified. And she is glorified. Today, wherever you mention the name of Mary, oh, it's something else. Why? Because she chose to yield her life to the divine purpose of God. Today is Mother's Day. It's not just about the celebration. It goes beyond the birthing of children. It goes beyond our own ideas. It goes to the fact that we ought to remember that we are created or we were created for God's divine purpose. Whatever he chooses it to be. Is somebody in this house? Oh, put your hands together and thank the Lord. She surrendered to the tax of birthing. Not on, but not only birthing, but also mothering the Savior. You see, there's a difference between birthing and mothering. There are people who go to Kolebu and have a baby and they run and leave the baby. They birth, but they didn't mother. Are, are we together? So there's a difference between birthing and mothering. She birthed and mothered the Savior. And if we look at how we mother our children, isn't it amazing that God will submit himself, reduce himself to, 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 to human hands, to, to mother? Sometimes you, maybe you'll be spanked. Sometimes you'll be screamed at and shouted at. But Mary was given, you know, that privilege to mother 
Jesus, not only to birth him, to birth him and to mother him. And I'm telling you that every one of us, every woman in this house, God has given you the opportunity to birth and also to mother. Hallelujah. You, you, to birth and to mother. And not only human birthing, sometimes birthing ideas, birthing vision. A few days ago, I was, I was looking into, I think, was it a magazine I saw? Well, let's welcome Reverend Jennifer. And, you know, I, I saw, they were talking about inventions, inventions. And many of the inventions that we enjoy today, I think even the internet, it was a woman. Many of the inventions were women. But sometimes, sometimes the world is silent on these things. Why? Don't ask me. Don't ask me. But you see, there are a lot of women who have invented things. It's because invention only comes out of when you see a problem. When you see a problem and you want to fix, then you begin to think deep. How do I solve this? And I'm telling every woman in this place that you are a problem solver. You are filled with inventions. You are filled with abilities. If you don't believe me, just remember when you were cooking and you burnt that food. What did you do? Did you throw it away? No. You managed to just it with some spices to taste different. You, I say you are an inventor. I have a cousin. Oh, bless her. One day she was having it out with her husband. Her husband said, hey, don't you know I'm a doctor? She said, I'm also a professional housewife. I'm telling everybody in this house and those online, women, you matter. You are a solution. Whatever, whatever you are doing, don't let the enemy press your soul and your spirit down. You are very special and very important. Hallelujah. Oh, put your hands together. Amen. You see, womanhood and motherhood are not just in the birth thing. But it's also in the mothering, in the nurturing, in the nurturing. And that is one thing that is innate within every womb man. God has given us that nature of nurturing. That's why you see little children, siblings, and the little guy among them, even though her brothers are older, will be saying, no, wear your shirt, sit down. They are bossing the boys around. Little girl. Because it is inside. It's inside. Because God said, Let I will make a help meet. A sufficient helper. So naturally within yourself, you are a helper. So men, please forgive us when it seems like we are trying to boss you around. And say that, oh, no, this is your shirt. Don't wear it. And you're fit. I will have to do No, that is our, 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 our thing. We were created like that. So I, I see hair in your nose. Hey, I know what you just see it out of hair in my nose. <laughs> Honey, not your nose. <laughs> 
What some people say, her pastor said she saw her and her husband's losing me cancer. It's an example. Amen. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Amen. But I'm talking about our nurturing hearts. You know, God has given you a nurturing nature. And whatever God has given to you, you need to maximize it. You must maximize whatever God has given to you. Don't let it down. Maximize your womanhood. Positively. I said positively. Oh, we will maximize our, our womanhood positively. Amen. Not negative because there are the negative ones who are around. But I see Mary in all women. I truly do. Womb men. Womb men. Men with wombs. I see Mary in you. This one, I see you as a carrier of destiny. I see you as a comforter. I see you as one who comforts those who are struggling and are sad and down. I see you as that comforter. I see you as a strength to those who are weak. I see your counsel lifting somebody from, from the ground and setting that person up on a pedestal. I see, I see that in you. I see you amazingly beautiful. Oh, come on, put your hands together and give Jesus a praise this morning. I'm talking about you. I see every woman amazingly beautiful. With strength, strength within your inner being. Never let anything, any situation over you. No, don't let any problem you face in life go over your head. It could be anything. Don't let anything get over your head. Because God has given you enough strength. God has made you resilient to be able to weather every storm. Are we together this morning? Oh, I need the women in the house and the men in the house to join them to give the Lord Jesus who has made women, women a big, 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 big hand clap of praise. Ah, you can do all things through Christ, the anointed one who strengthens you. So whether it's a BH, Behe, how many of you know Behe? Who if you don't know Behe, one goes in Mary's. Broken heart. Whether it's a loss, whether you've gone through any form of abuse, beating or rape, or rejection, I am telling you, don't let anything over you. When I say over you, it shouldn't go over your head. Because God has given you something within yourself. That if you only tap into it and hold on to it, you will make it. You are a survivor. Today is Mother's Day. Every woman, every mother, I tell you, you are a survivor. 
market women on, 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 on trucks are done bringing their wares, tomatoes, okra, onions from the village. 3 a.m. they are on, on trucks carrying babies and they are bringing these goods to Accra to sell. They'll sell and go back home and cook the evening meal for the family. I need somebody to celebrate women this morning. I need somebody to celebrate women. Aha, uh-huh. you, you got it, 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 you got it. Yes! It's amazing. God bless you. You see, the things that we take for granted, we think they are basic things in our lives. But it's not given to everybody. Is given to you. I said it's given to you. I said it is given to you. Oh, and the one that makes me laugh is the juggling act. When a woman is cooking and she has a baby at her back and then she gets a call from her friend, Docas. Hello, Docas. She will say, Hello, Erica. She's cooking and the phone is there. She's just like that. And she's she can do everything. Multi, multi-talented. The ability to multitask. God has given to you. This one, the title of my message is Strength to Bring Forth. And that is why I'm taking my time by the Spirit of God to and, and, you know, come, kind of to paint the picture to uh, let you see what God has given you. Because oftentimes we look down upon ourselves. We think we can do nothing. We think we are weak because so you are the weaker vessel. Yes, weaker in strength, but not in your mind, not in mentality, not in ability. Is somebody with me? Oh, or you don't believe it. My prayer is that after today's message, every woman under the sound of my voice hearing this word of God will rise up with new strength. But it's for your generations. It's for posterity. It's for your nation. It's for your family. Bible said God gave his word. Great was a company of women that published it. He has created amazingly beautiful. With strength. And so this morning, as I minister this word to you, maybe you, you are the lowest of your lows. Because we get like that, women, we get like that. But, by the Spirit of God, I call you to arise in new strength. I say, arise in new strength. Maybe there are challenges all around. Marital problems. You are crying every day. Huh. Problems with children, financial issues. It could be so many things, health issues. You're struggling with your health. But you have to put up a face so that your children and your spouse and your family are not scared. 
in the midst of all that, remember that the Lord has given you strength. Ah, the Lord has given you strength. Put your hands together and thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. I said the Lord has given you strength. He's not about to give it to you. He has given you strength. He has given you strength. Amen. And the strength of God given to us is for a purpose. And, and some of the things that God will have us do in life. Sometimes it seems too much. And that's when we begin to cry, oh, Raji, why me? It, it seems that it's more than we can handle. But God will never give you anything. Or God will never ask anything of you. That he hasn't given you the ability or the resources. Whenever God asks anything of you, that means that God has already given you the ability. He's given you the strength. He's given you everything that you need for it. Is somebody with me this morning? Oh, put your hands together. Amen. And I was saying, God gives grace to us to be able to carry every purpose and every plan of his for our lives. He will not ask anything of you that he hasn't already given you. And even if at that time he's, he says, do this, or I want you to do that, you think that you don't have the strength or you don't have the ability, he will supply. And so to every woman in this house, I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to your spirit. That when you get to the crossroad and you don't know what to do, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you in wisdom and in direction. And he will teach you what to do. He will give you all the grace and all the ability that you need. Is somebody with me this morning? Oh, thank you, Jesus. God has an agenda. And he has you. Mothers, sisters, aunties, daughters, cousins. We are all here. Thank God for your life. See, he, he gives us a tax as mothers. And I always say this. Biological mothers. Adoptive mothers. Spiritual mothers. Aunties. Mothers in waiting. Because there are some women who are mothers, but they are in waiting to birth biologically. So we have mothers in waiting. And we have the future mothers. The 12-year-olds. The 60-year-olds. The 50-year-olds. Future mothers. Sisters. Cousins. God has a plan. And God has given every one of us a task. And he has given us the strength to fulfill it. And we have been set in the lives of those around us for a purpose. You are not in that marriage that you are in for nothing. God set you there. You are not in that family for nothing. God placed you there. You, you, are, you don't come from that town or that village for nothing. There's a purpose. You are not a Ghanaian or a Nigerian or a Sierra Leonean, a Liberian for nothing. God 
has a reason. It behoves us to find God, what is my purpose in this? And by his strength, fulfill our purpose. Oh, is somebody here this morning? Do I have some amazingly women? Amazing women. Amen. God gives to us the inner abilities of wisdom. Wisdom. Bible says, by wisdom a house is built. You see, there are some assignments that we, we, we may not be able to handle, but then when we tap into the mind of God, the wisdom of God, we'll be able to. Situations that will come up in life that is painful. But if we listen to the that's here, the Lord, which is the wisdom of God, we will overcome it. We have been called to fulfillment, to fulfill God's agenda, not to give up. I said, what? Not to give up. If I, there, there is not a bone of a giver-upper, and that's my own language, a giver-upper in your life. God didn't put it there. So God has not given unto us a spirit of founding to fear. It is fear that makes you let go, give up of your dreams, of the purpose of God for your life. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Power to overcome, strength to do, strength to achieve, strength to fulfill the divine purpose and agendas of God for our lives. He's given it to us. Hallelujah. And when we say a sound mind, it's a mind that is able to make right judgments. So woman and men in this house, God has given us a sound mind to be able to make the proper judgments that it may be well with us. Hallelujah. Nothing stopping you. Nothing stopping you. Like you're on a journey, you may have maybe a roadblock, but nothing should stop you from moving forward. You may have a bus tie along the road, but that doesn't mean it's the end of your journey. You have a destination you are getting to. The fact that you had a flat tire doesn't mean that, oh, so I've got a flat tire, so I'll sit here and do nothing about it. You change the tire. If you don't have the resources to change the tire, join the next structural going and get to that destination. Is somebody here in the house? Give the Lord a clap of <laughs> Mary could have refused that assignment of God. God, I said to you in the beginning, it could mean death for her. But she chose to trust God. She chose to abide in him. You see, if you stay in God's will, God's word, the more you abide in him, the stronger your faith in him will be. Jesus said, without him, we can do nothing. Without him, are we, are we together? We can do nothing. But with him, all things are possible and shall be possible unto us. Somebody thank the Lord. Nothing will be too much. Nothing will be too difficult. God, the strength of God is given to us. 
we will impact our children. I said we will impact our children positively. We will impact our families. We will impact our generation. Susanna Wesley, the mother of Charles and John Wesley of Methodist of Methodism. She had a lot of children. If my mind says me right, I think 30, I'm not sure, but it was it's quite a number. But they say she had a stool in her kitchen. Stool. Stool. Uh-huh. And when she sits on the stool, and she covers herself, her children know she's praying. Nobody disturbs her. Because she had disciplined them. We must discipline our children. Don't let your children go haywire. You see, this is, oh, you know more than children. And I don't understand what is more than children. More than gadgets, yes. More than microwaves, yes. More than iron, more than cars. But the human being, ancient and modern, I don't understand. Listen, there's nothing like modern children or modern way of raising children. There is a biblical way of raising children. So our delight should not be that we are just mothers. Because it's not about birthing, but it's about nurturing. And part of nurturing is discipline raising right. Not just giving the child food. Not just putting clothes on the child. But, but molding and shaping the, the nature of the child. Oh, it's an amazing gift when God puts a life in your hands. Back to Susanna Wesley. So she sat on this and she would pray. And by her fervent, effectual, passionate prayers, look at what her sons became. Look at what God used her offspring to do. John Wesley and Charles Wesley. The whole world over, Methodism. So it's not about giving birth alone. It's about how you nurture, how you raise, how you mold and shape the children God has given to us. Whether they are your spiritual children. Oh, my spiritual children know me to be very hard. In fact, I can be terrible. Ask them. Not terrible in the sense as, as terrible, but I'm very, very hard. Because this is my mind. God has entrusted this life into my hands to nurture spiritually. And I will stand before God, even as all of you are going to stand before God to give a testimony of what you did with the children that God gave to you, whether biological, adopted, spiritual children, those you mentored. These days there's this thing. People want to mentor people. It's important that we should mentor people, but mentor them right. And if you are a mentor, be serious about it. Susanna Wesley changed the face of religion in the world. A praying mother. I'm wrapping up soon. Minus nine minutes. In Proverbs 31, the Proverbs 31 woman that we all talk so much about. Her characteristics and whatever she was. It was an advice that King Lemuel said his mother gave to him. 
that chapter was a counsel he says his mother gave to him not to give his strength to women strange women not to drink so he can be able to make right judgments how to choose a wife and I'm sure much more the counsel that she gave him made him who he was. This morning, I think in my message, I talked to you about Moses and the three women who made him Moses. His birth mother, his sister, and Pharaoh's daughter. And I asked, which category do you find yourself in? A birth mother, an adopted mother, a sister, a wife, wherever and whatever you find your assignment at, this morning God gives you strength to be able to fulfill it. So, this morning receive strength, new strength. Let those who are weary in your spirit, in your assignment, receive new strength. And I heard a day ago that God is also releasing upon us joy. Because many women have lost their joy in life. But you see, when God's strength comes upon you, it comes with a whole lot of things. And he says that the joy of the Lord shall be our strength. And so on this Mother's Day, receive strength to bring forth. Receive strength to nurture. Receive strength to, to do the will of God and to fulfill the purpose of God. And with that strength, receive the joy of the Lord. That you don't go weary along the way. You don't get tired. You don't get, you don't give up. But you pursue by the power and the strength of the anointing, the empowerment of God to be all that God has called you to be and to do all that God has called you to do. May the Lord bless every mother. May the Lord bless all women. And above all, may the Lord bless our men who support us. In the name of Jesus. Oh, give the Lord a mighty clap offering and rise up onto your feet this morning. Lifting up holy hands onto the Lord. We want to thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Reventine is going to sing a song, but I just hear it in my spirit. I love you, Lord. For your mercies never fail me All my days I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Till I lay my head Lord, I will sing of the goodness of God I love your voice 
up your two hands and begin to thank God for his faithfulness to you as a man, as a woman. Thank God for his faithfulness which endure forever. Thank God for God's goodness. That through all the changing scenes of life, God has shown himself strong on your behalf. Strengthened you. Giving you the grace to overcome. The power to win. Thank God this morning. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness unto us, O God, to our mothers, God, to our sisters, our wives, our aunties, daughters. Thank you, my God, the Lord, you have shown yourself strong on our behalf, even as women. This morning, we thank you for your goodness unto us. Father, this morning, I pray over every life under the sound of my voice. I pray releasing new strength upon your lives. In the name of Jesus, receive new strength to fulfill the divine purpose and agenda of God for you. And I declare that by his strength upon you, you will not fall. You will not fail. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will not give up. You will not be blown over. But this morning in the name of Christ Jesus our Lord, I pray that may his strength undergird you. May his strength lift you up. Set you on your mountain tops. Give you courage in the face of trouble and adversity. Ah, mashada was son daily behind that. Receive courage within your inner to face every situation. Be it sickness. Be it any struggle. Receive courage and strength this morning to rise above and to live. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command the peace of God upon the heart and mind of every woman. And I pray for your joy to be renewed today. As the world celebrates womanhood, may you feel it within your spirit that you are appreciated even by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who chose the womb of a woman to bring forth the Savior into our world. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord favor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.